Hello again, this is Paul Abraham speaking to you from London with my fifth podcast, Learn Jazz Piano, and this one's called the 251 sequence. Thanks for the emails, and please keep them coming, it's very encouraging. The email address is music at paulabrahams.com, and my website is www jazzpianoteacher.co.uk So, let's start with a scale of C and we number it up 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8 and we put a 4 note chord on each of those notes so on the 1 I'm playing C, E, G, B and that's C major 7th, 2 is D minor 7th, 3 is E minor 7th, 4 is F major 7th, 5 is G 7th, 6 is A minor 7th, and 7 is B half diminished. We've already talked about turnarounds. A simple turnaround in pop music is one six four five one six four five and they're just the triads the three note chords now in jazz the four becomes a two so now it's C A minor D minor G turning those into seventh chords it would be C major 7th, A minor 7th, D minor 7th, and G 7th. So that's a turnaround. Now today we're just going to take the last part of that turnaround, which is 2, 5, 1. So in the root position it's just the 2, D minor, 5, G7, 1, C major 7. There it is in closer harmony with some inversions. The reason we're going to look at 251 is because you're going to find this sequence in so many jazz standards. There are very few songs that don't have either 251 or at least lots of two fives. So you need to recognize them and spot them in any key. So let's play a two five one in C with just the left hand and we're going to use shells. We've done all this before. The shell is either one and a seven or a one and a three. So my D minor chord will be D and C, which is 1 and 7. My G, the 5 chord, will be G and B. And the last chord, the 1, C major 7, is 1 and 7. So get used to those positions. D and C, G and B, C and B. 
Now we're going to make that into a three note comp. Comp is accompanying the solo or the vocalist. And for a three note comp, we're going to use the shell that we just played in the left hand and the right hand will play one note which will be the missing note i.e. if the left hand is playing one and seven the right hand will play the three and vice versa so the D minor seventh is a one and a seven that's my left hand and here's my three which is the F now I'm going to play the one and the three with my left and the seven with my right. G, B with my left, F with my right. And lastly, one, seven with my left and the E, which is the three, with my right. Let's just do that an octave up, just to brighten it all up a bit. We could also do that the other way round, and you should get used to doing three note comps both these ways round. So this time we start with the one and the three in the left hand, so D and F, and with the right hand, the seventh, which is the C, so F left C right and now the next chord we go to the 1 and 7 of the G the G 7th so G F and the right hand plays the 3 B and then the last one back to 1 3 C and E and the 7th with the right hand so let's try that together 2 3 4 The other way was starting on the 1 and 7 with the left hand and the right hand plays the 3. So we're going to build this up into a repeated 4 bar sequence. And the first bar will be the D minor 7, bar 2 is G7, bar 3 is C major 7 and bar 4 is C major 7. So the one I just did, let's give you four beats. 1, 2, 3, 4. D minor 7, one bar. G7, second bar. C major 7th, third bar and fourth bar. So let's do that again and you can do it either way round. One, two, three, four. We're now going to turn this into a four note comp, and the principle is. The left hand is going to do exactly the same, so let's go back to the original 
1 and 7 with the left hand, D and C. And you add the 3, which is the F, plus the 5, which is the A. There's our first four note chord. D, C, left hand, F, A, right hand. The next chord, the right hand isn't going to move. So, the left hand will play G and B, as it did, which is the 1 and 3. The right hand still plays the F and A, which becomes the 7 and the 9 of the G7. And the last chord, the C major 7th, as you were with the left hand, C and B, which is the 1 and the 7, and the right hand, E, and the G, which is 3, 5. C, B, E, G. So it sounds like this. Once again, the first chord, D, C, left hand, and the right hand is F and A, so that's 1, 7, 3, 5. Next chord, G7, G, B, F and A, that's 1, 3, 7, 9. And the last chord, the C major 7, is back to 1, 7, 3, 5. 1, 7, 3, 5 being C, B, G. Let's try it with the left hand starting on the 1 and the 3. So the D minor, D and F, 1, 3. And what I'm going to do this time is the right hand will play 7 and 9. C being the 7, E being the 9. The next chord, the G and the F with the left hand for the G7. And the right hand... That C will move down a semitone and become a B, i.e. the third, and the E will stay where it is and become the sixth of the G7. So now you've got G, F, B, E, one, seven, three, six, and the last chord will be C, which is the one, E, which is the three, stay on that, B, which becomes the 7, and now we're going to move down from the E to the D to the 9. So that's 1, 3, 7, 9. Let's do that once again. D, F, C, E, which is 1, 3, 7, 9. The next chord is going to be G, F, which is 1, 7, 3, and 6. So we've gone just that one movement down one semitone with the right hand and the last chord will be C, E, left hand B, D, right hand so let's do that four bar repeated phrase try it either way round for yourself or perhaps one way round then the other way round one, two one, two, three, four D minor 
shells with the left hand and an improvisation with the right hand. So the left hand is just two, three, four. And you repeat that pattern. And as we've said before, if you've got chords in the family row of the key, which we have D minor seventh, G seventh, and C major 7th are all within the key centre of C that means that you can play any note of the key that you're in in other words you can play the scale of C major to that and it'll all work so let's have a go at that a 1, 2, 3, 4 simple improvisation was just based on the scale of C. Now it's not quite as straightforward as that because there are notes that are going to work less well on strong beats. For instance, let's take the first chord which is a D minor. Now that's the D, the one that works fine. The E which is the ninth or the second, that works fine. Threes within the chord of D minor. There's that fourth, and that works really well with minor chords. That's worth noting that the fourth, or if you want to call it the eleventh, works well. Here comes the five. That's bound to work because it's in the actual chord of D minor. But the sixth is more questionable. You can use any note you like in the end, but the six can sound a bit more exposed. So between the six and the four, I would be more careful of the six. Continuing up the scale, C obviously works well. So just to summarize that in an impro, fours work well, be careful of sixes, and the other notes work really well. I suppose it's worth also saying that if you put a bit of emphasis on a note that's not an obvious note but still works um, on a strong beat, that creates more interest. So in other words, one, two, three, four. Now that phrase, very simple phrase, I'm knocking out that E which is the nine. I might have started on the, the four. One, two, three. 
there's the 4, the G, and it's interesting because it's not one of the four notes of the D minor chord. It's not 1, 3, 5, 7, slightly out. But the 6 still works, but it stands out a bit more. It's up to you. The next chord, which is G7th, again, if I start from the G, play the scale, in fact that's actually a mode, it's called a Mixolydian mode, but we'll get to that another time. Um, let's go through and see what works and what doesn't with a, a seventh chord. The G, obviously because it's the first of the chord. The A, which is the second, or the ninth, and ninths always work. The three, again, that's the third of the chord. Now, the fourth is more questionable. Sticks out a little bit. It's usable, but just be aware of that slight clash. The five, fine. Sixes are great with seventh chords. We use them all the time. And the seventh is the seventh note of the chord. So just to summarize, with a seventh chord, ninths are great, sixes are great, be more careful with a fourth. So, in other words, the fourth worked very well with the minor seventh, works less well with a seventh. The sixth doesn't work so well with the minor, but works really well with a seventh. Our last chord, the one, the C major seven, let's just play the scale of C. The one, fine. The two, which is the same as a nine, nines always work. The three, part of the chord. Four, again. You know in classical music you get it's a suspended sound. We expect it to go somewhere else, move to something more consonant. So again, that's one to beware of if you're playing a major chord. Doesn't really work in isolation unless you're moving through it. Five, fine, six is fine. And in fact, if you've got a major chord and you see C major seven, you can substitute that with a, a sixth chord. They work, they're interchangeable, usually, depending what the melody note is, but there's a C major seven, there's a C six, and they're both fine. So sixes are good. And the seventh, as you know, is a part of the C major seventh chord. So ninths always work. The fourths, you've got to be careful of in a major chord or a seventh chord. Sixes work with both major chords and seventh chords, but be a little bit careful with minor chords. Of course, when you're flowing along with an improvisation, you can get away with all these notes. You'll just pass through them and they'll be part of your creative idea. So, 
I'll give you a bit of um, space to play a sequence based on the C major scale and I'll play a bass line and if you want to left hand can play these shells if you feel that you're not quite up to that just play a nice right hand line give you two bars if you're doing a tune that's medium tempo or up tempo you don't just count one two three four normally you would give the band two bars it'll be one two one two three four and if it's a ballad you can just give them one two three four so I'll give you two bars one two one two three four D minor G7 C major 7 or one other option you've got besides playing notes of the major scale is playing the pentatonic you remember the pentatonic it's one two three five six we've talked about this before it's like if you started on the F sharp and we just played black notes that's the sound of the pentatonic now one thing that people get very confused about is that just because the chords are changing you're not trying to find a different pentatonic scale for each different chord. We're just sticking to the C pentatonic, C, D, E, G and A. And that is called horizontal improvisation. So the chords are changing, but your scale is not changing. Same as the major scale. So the effect is going to be one, two, three, four. Now again, I'm sometimes going for the interesting notes. The interesting notes, for instance, at the beginning might be the E because I'm playing a D minor seventh with my left hand and the right hand could play the ninth. So one, two, three, four. And then if I kept it, then it would become the sixth of the G7. And then I might move down to the D for the C major seventh. So that would be the ninth. So it gives you a nice angular sound that's not um, one of the main notes of the chord that you're playing. So 
that will add interest to your solo rather than just sticking to the one, three, five and seven in each chord. Just use the pentatonic in C and I'll give you two bars. One, two, one, two, three, four. You could now try adding one note to that pentatonic, the E flat. Now the E flat is the flat three. We've done this in the blues section where we just used a blues scale, if you remember. We went one, flat three, four, flat five, five, seven. So this time we're just going to use the pentatonic plus the flattened third. And as you can hear, mostly I use that E flat glued or attached to the notes before or after it. And jumping, although you can jump, for instance, I could go from the A to the E flat, but beware of just going because then it sounds like a minor chord, and the whole point is that it's a clash the E natural against the E flat. That's the effect we're trying to create. What we're going to do now is do another four bars in another key, another repeated four bars. And the second eight bar sequence after the one we've just been doing is in the key of B flat, one tone down from where we were. So in other words, this is what we're going to do. D minor seven, G seven, C major seven repeat it, two, three, four. And now this C major seventh is going to become a C minor seven. So in other words, your left hand, instead of playing the shell of C and B, you're going to be playing C and B flat. And if you're comping, if you're doing a four note comp, the right hand will now be playing E flat and G, which is the three and the five. 
of the C minor seventh. So the chord I've got at the moment is C, B flat, one and seven, E flat and G, three and five of a C minor seven. So that is the two, and we're now going to go to the five and then to the one of B flat major. So let's move to the five, which is F and A, one and three with the left hand, right hand E flat and G, which is the seven and the nine, and then finishing up on the one of a B flat major seventh, B flat and A, which is the one and the seven, and the D and the F, which is the three and the five. So let's just take this in isolation. If we're just doing a two, five, one in the key of B flat, the three chords are C minor seven, F seven, and B flat. Now I'm assuming you know your scale of B flat. It's got two flats, B flat, C, D, E flat, F, G, A, and B flat. So the first chord is one, seven, three, five, C, B flat, left hand, E flat, G, right hand. Next chord, F, A, keep the right hand as before, E flat and G, one, three, seven, nine, and resolve it to the B flat major seven, which is B flat, one, A, seven, D, the three, this is your right hand, and five, which is your right hand. So, the whole thing is going to go like this. We're going to start with the C major, 2, 5, 1. 1, 2, 1, 2, 3, 4. G7 to C major 7. Repeat. Now here's your swap. C minor 7, F7, B flat major 7. You might want to write that down and have it in front of you while you're playing or memorize it. You can get CDs and um, books with the 251 progression and lots of exercises. One that I'm looking at now is the Jamie Abersoll Volume 3, which is actually called the 251 progression. And um, it'll take you through all the keys, all the major keys starting as we did in C, then it goes down a tone, B flat, then it goes down another tone, A flat. So that would be a possibility, but if you feel a bit overwhelmed by all that, just practice just C and B flat, both with a four note comp each way round, then the shell with the left hand and the improvisation with the right hand until you feel really comfortable doing those two. Then you can take things down another tone and the third line would be A flat. So 
your three chords, your two five one sequence, then would be B flat minor seventh, E flat seventh, A flat major seventh. So you would do that for four bars repeated. Then it moves down again to the key of G flat major. The chords would be A flat minor seventh, D flat seventh, G flat major seventh. So it all depends what level you're at, but ideally. This is an exercise that's really worth pursuing until you can play right through in all keys. And the purpose is that when you see a jazz standard that you've never seen before, you will automatically recognize the two five ones or the two fives. So you'll spot a minor seventh followed by a seventh followed by a major seventh and that'll be the clue. You might see a D minor 7, followed by a G7, followed by a C major 7, and you can see straight away it's a 2-5-1. And it's a very quick way to know how to comp it or improvise through it. That's all we're going to do today. Thanks again for listening, and I really do appreciate it when you send me an email with any comments or questions, as it really motivates me to do the next episode. The email address is music at paulabrahams.com and again my website is www.jazzpianoteacher.co.uk See you next time.